0: Tune in Thursdays at 1 o'clock for the MSP North podcast featuring Brady McAtamney and Blaine Keller covering Robertson and Montgomery counties. Check it out on social media, wherever Main Street Media is and wherever you get your podcast. Again, Thursdays at 1. It's the MSP North podcast with Blaine Keller. And Brady Mcatee. Now back to the Lee Company Studio on location at Columbia State Community College. Here is Mo Patton and Chris Yao. Welcome back to Dave Hallfield here, and we are in the bottom half. And another pass ball gets a, a Columbia State runner to second base. So it's it's interesting how a little early season woes here, but you know they'll. they'll, they'll They'll get there. They'll get there. Yeah, maybe breaking balls
1: are breaking a little bit more than these guys are used to or something, because uh-huh. I think it's all been on breaking balls.
0: Yeah, no question. So uh, we, we do have some some high school news uh, coming out from District 12, 4A. Uh, we'll start there with the uh, – MVP of the girls, District 12-4A, going to Reagan Grimes of Ravenwood. Not really a big surprise Not there a big at surprise
1: all. Not big surprise at all. The Lady Raptors were the regular season champions, and and she was their best player. She is their best player headed to Tennessee Tech on a basketball scholarship. Um, That's unfortunate. Ouch. That is unfortunate. <laughs> Liner up the middle, shortstop makes the play, and takes it, it back for a double play to get out of the inning. No score here after one between – Visiting Fried Hardeman in Columbia State. But yeah. Um, oh, turn it up. <laughs> um Reagan Grimes, the MVP for um District twelve four A. Um, first teamers Janaya Riley and Josie Parks, um from Columbia Central. Janaya Riley, by the way, our player of the week this week, our mid Tennessee Bone and Joint player of the week. And um I guess we kind of announced that a little prematurely since we usually it's give okay. that hardware out on Thursday. <laughs> it's but all right. We'll have a team of the week tomorrow to go with Janaya, But there she and Josie Parks, first team all District 12-4A, along with Elizabeth Flynn from Ravenwood, Nicole Rosani from Summit, and Leilani Washington from Nolansville.
0: On the second team, from Summit, Bergen Ali, Sydney Wright, and Claudette Runk all getting uh, awards there. It was Natalie Prestigard from Ravenwood and Leah Ooh, Uber. 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 And uh, so, Independence is Leah Uber is – rounds out the second team. On the boys' side – Also, girls coach of the year oh, is yeah.
1: Ravenwood's Andrew James. As it should be. Hey, yeah.
0: Well done to him. Uh, on the boys' side, we got the MVP down here in Southern Middle Tennessee. Yeah, well,
1: it, it's all Southern Middle Tennessee. But, but yeah,
0: well, yeah, Ray Ravenwood-ish. Yeah, there
1: you go. <laughs> but yeah, um Columbia Central senior Q Martin is the uh, the MVP for District 12 4A, well deserved. Um First teamers include Bubba Perkins from Columbia Central, Jet Montgomery and Cameron Bell from Independence, DJ Starr from Ravenwood, and Jake Mulder from Ravenwood. So that's your first team. Congratulations to those guys.
0: Second team includes also from Ravenwood, Matthew Williams, and then from Columbia Central, Jordan Davis, Matthew Witt from Independence, Bradley Stewart from Summit, and Jaden Clark from Nolensville. And, And your coach of the year? The man, the myth, the legend himself. No doubt. They call him Soup. For a good reason. Nick Campbell, Columbia Central, head Coach. Hey, you know, I, I love this. Coach of the year, Columbia Central. Mm-hmm. Nowhere else to say so. That's interesting. That is interesting. Anyway. Oh well. Yeah. Congratulations right. to him. Let's
1: talk about some. Oh, uh, go ahead. We've got district oh, triple A. 3A boys. Um, don't know that we've got girls, but um, on the boys side from Spring Hill, Kayshawn Brashear is named to the team, along with Lawrence County's Alex Carr and Luke Boswell from Lincoln County. You've got Eric Greenwood and Eli Oval from Marshall County, Devontae Davis and Jamal Gentry. Page places Ryan Lang, Pierce Brule, whose dad I covered (laughs) in another lifetime, and Grant Snyder from Page. Also from Tullahoma, you've got Chris Usselton, who um, sealed the state championship for the Wildcat football team back in December, and Brody Melton. So those are your all-district players from AAA on the boys' side. The MVP is Lincoln County's Owen Sandlin, and the coach of the year is Mark Cornelius of the Falcons. So congrats to all, and hopefully we'll be able to at some point track down the girls' all-district AAA team and announce
0: that as well. All right, let's go to Main Street North talk a little 931. Well, of course we're 931 down here too, but uh, the north side of the 931, Brady McAtamney joins us now from mainstreetpreps.com. Brady, what's up, man?
2: How you doing, guys? Looks like you're at a ball game. Not a, not a bad day for one, huh? It's really not. It's it's <laughs> a little
1: windy, but I mean, otherwise, just just pretend we're at Wrigley. Do you
0: <laughs> uh, yeah exactly just <laughs> Rickley, no doubt but it, it's nice out here man it could could be could be worse but yeah. great day for baseball especially on February 16th yeah for February yeah. 16th we'll take it
2: yeah Chris you probably remember that a baseball game's the first place we met at, at Independence Independence versus Clarksville um that was before that was we a, even it was before we even worked together
0: that was a great
2: game too man that was a great walk game.
0: off homer <laughs> what a great what a great day. Um, Brady, tell us a little bit about what's going on. Do you do you have any uh, all district teams up there that you want to throw out?
2: Unfortunately, we haven't we haven't gotten them out yet. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but uh, you know they're coming. Uh, I can I can definitely give you some some predictions. Uh, <laughs> you no, know, they're they're going to be some. Players, <laughs> I'd say are uh, an easy shoe in. that are going to be on on those teams, but they're not official yet.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, you know, as we get ready, go ahead. Yeah. Before we, I I
1: know Brady, we brought him on to kind of talk a little bit about tonight's Division 2A Middle Region Boys quarterfinal game between Columbia Academy and host Clarksville Academy. But before we get into that, there's a young lady in Brady's coverage area that I think just got a scholarship offer from the University of Tennessee. That's right. And I wanted to be sure to um,
0: (laughs) to talk a little bit about
1: that. Yeah.
0: How about Amari, man? Amani. I Amani, mean, I mean. Yeah. Amari, it, it it
2: is Amari. You were right. It is. Amari. Oh, okay. <laughs> my bad.
1: Sorry. Shut up, Mo. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, no, she she's uh she's she's pretty incredible. Um, I mean, she had she got a, a scholarship from Murray State when she was in seventh grade. Wow. So, um, if that tells you anything, she's the racers
1: know. Get in on them early.
2: Yeah, her name has been out there for a couple years now. Um, she's a sophomore right now. Getting that scholarship offer, like you said, from UT that came in yesterday. She said interest from South Carolina, uh, UConn, and now that UT scholarship has come in. I mean, those are – those are some of the biggest names you get in women's basketball. She's um bigger than those
1: three. I move that the nomination sees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Absolutely. She, she can do it all on the court. She's an incredible ball handler. She plays great defense. She's a, an excellent shooter. Um, I mean, there's just there's just nothing she can't she really can't do. And you know, to be there as a sophomore already. You no, know, she's got a whole two other years of, of high school basketball to play with those AAU seasons. I mean, it's frightening to think of what she can become. So UT is smart to get on her as a sophomore.
1: And, and they're smart, particularly um, as you consider the way recruiting has gone over the last few years and, and the number of in-state talents that have gotten out of this state. Looking at you, Ron Howard, mm. you know, I, mean, I I cannot watch Kentucky and cannot watch her without getting pissed off all over again, to be honest. But, um, yeah, so being able to get her, get her offered – early on and, and let her think on that is I think a great move on the part of Kelly Harper and her staff in
2: Knoxville. Yeah and you think of some of the some of the UT greats names like Pat Summit who was born in Clarksville, Bashara Graves who went to mm-hmm. Clarksville High. Um, the city's been good to UT so Amari Berry could be the next in line.
0: Let's hope so.
1: That'd be fantastic. Love right. to see her in orange.
0: Um, you know I wanted to just get it real quick. Uh, Rossview's girls—they are—they the number one seed in that uh, in in their district.
2: They are, yeah. They beat Clarksville High twice, um, and then they also beat the uh, number one seed out in the uh, other district, District 14. That's a uh, Northwest. Um, so they're going to see them in the region, possibly. Um, yeah, Rossview—they're they're the number one seed. And so they, so they wait got a minute. Springfield now. Cl- Clarksville mm-hmm. is split into two different districts. For yeah, for the first time this year, it is—it's bizarre. You got you got four teams from Clarksville in District 13, and another two in District 14. You got who down in uh, I believe it's two A that they're in, Um, and then Clarksville Academy, of course, is in D two A.
1: But you've got multiple four A teams in different districts in Clarksville. Yeah,
2: it's weird. It makes it—it doesn't make things easy for me because both of those tournaments are going to be going on at the same time.
0: Wow. Yeah, right, you can't just go to one place. You gotta you're gonna have to go to two. That that's it's not easy to duplicate yourself. Just ask us. We know mm. we, we've <laughs> tried, we've been Brady. trying for a long time. Oh yeah. Oh man. Well, uh let, let's get into tonight's uh dish, division two middle region matchup. Clarksville Academy hosting Columbia Academy and Clarksville Academy uh, hosted the bulldogs earlier this year it was Back in a, december and uh columbia academy came away with a 47 44 win but brady you know as we were talking uh through our text message chain that you feel like clarksville academy has improved uh, since that time and I'm, I'm sure columbia academy has as well uh, how do you, you know, how do you feel like this clarksville academy team is, is approaching tonight uh with you know having coming off that loss from earlier in the year
2: Yeah, so I was actually talking with Tyler Hickman, head coach of Clarksville Academy, earlier today. Um, Blaine and I talked to him for our podcast that we were recording earlier today. And uh, he told us that um, that Columbia Academy game that they played earlier this year, uh, so that was a morning game on a Friday. um, And that was just just the night before they had played Clarksville High, who, uh, of course, that's a big city rivalry. That was the first time those two teams had played since the turn of the century. So that was obviously a huge game in front of a big crowd. Clarksville High is a team that, you know, is uh, is a big time contender to get to state uh, again this year after getting there last year. So emotions were running high. They lost that game. It was a close game. And then they turn around the next morning and play Columbia Academy. So um, they think that they're in a better position now, of course, having <laughs> having a couple of days to prepare for Columbia Academy. Of course, you're not playing a great 4A team the night before, um, but they've improved a lot. You know, Eddie Ricks is a, um, a Mr. Basketball finalist. Uh, he's averaging about 21, 22 points per game this season. Uh, he's their leading rebounder. Uh, he's he's really coming to his own defensively. He's six uh, seven, and I know Columbia Academy's got some size as well. Um, so that's going to be a great matchup seeing him. Uh, but they've got some really good tertiary players as well. They actually just had a baseball. Uh, uh, one of their players got a baseball scholarship from Austin P. That's Paris Pridgeon He's a uh, a wing player for them. Uh, they got a guy who just committed to play at win- Lindsey Wilson for football and Keith Richburg. Uh, he's one of their dominant post players. So they got a whole lot of multi-sport athletes, and and that really shows in the different things that they're able to do. They they win a lot with athleticism, but they're also very well coached. So, of uh, course, for Academy, they're going to be a tough out for sure, but. Like you said, I mean, Columbia Academy beat them, so we know that these two teams are are really good. Um, Tyler Hickman really uh, called Clarksville, or uh, rather Columbia Academy, a two seed that's kind of in the fourth spot. So he's uh, he knows that this is a really good team, and they're definitely not going to take them lightly.
1: Yeah, I think that's um, there's definitely something to be said for that two seed in the fourth spot. Mm -hmm. Talking with um, Brady Mcatamney of Main Street Clarksville here on Main Street uh, Main Street Sports today. about this um, Columbia Academy, Clarksville Academy matchup tonight. And as you mentioned, um, Columbia Academy does have some size, six, seven sophomore Griffin Cooper, one of four guys that they've got averaging in double digits and and any of them can go for 20 or 25 in a night and and they all have pretty much. Um, Will Jackson, their senior forward, Um, Jeremy Jackson, their freshman guard, no relation by the way. And um Gabe Davenport <laughs> off the bench with like set, almost 80 three-pointers. And, um, and you'll know him by the mismatched shoes, by the way. Earlier <laughs> in the year, he was wearing one red and one blue. The other night, he was wearing one white and one blue. So I don't know what he's going to come out with tonight. But I feel pretty positive they won't be the same color.
2: <laughs> That'll be something to watch. Absolutely.
1: Keep an eye on that. Must be the shoes, money.
0: I uh well you know it's funny I've, I've written a story about that before
2: you have indeed you have indeed <laughs> so nearly blew up our website <laughs> yeah. yeah you got uh, a good shoe budget down in uh, Columbia huh apparently clearly
0: yeah. I you know that's that's one of the things about that I was going to mention is Clarksville Academy held this Columbia Academy team to 47 points in that first matchup now obviously it was in the morning but coming <laughs> off of uh, you know, probably a very physical and very exhausting game the night before. To be able to have that sort of defensive uh, performance against a really good Columbia Academy offense is, is pretty impressive. Now so let's keep
1: in mind it was
0: morning for Columbia.
1: Academy that's what I'm saying. That, well, that's what
0: I'm saying. Know? Yeah, I get that it was in the morning, so you can, you know, take the, take that as you will. As right. far as you know, <laughs> what it takes to shoot in a new gym. Uh, first thing in the morning. Of course, you got to drive up there too, so it was even <laughs> earlier for them. Yeah. But but the, the defense is what uh, really this Clarksville Academy team can hang its hat on.
2: Yeah, they can actually. I mean, definitely the defense is, is a huge part. They just beat Goodpasture. I believe I don't I don't have the exact score in front of me, but it was about forty six, forty seven to forty one. And Goodpasture, of course, a really good basketball team. I know they're missing Isaiah West, but. Uh, they were still the regular season district champions in uh, Middle District 4. Um, and, and they held them to 41 points in that district championship. But they also beat Friendship Christian, I believe it was 66-61. to 61. So they can they can beat you either way. Um, it's, it's really going to be, you know, how they... I think they're they're good at looking at what the other team does well and trying to play the opposite of that. So I think they're definitely going to look at trying to keep this game a defensive one. Because like you said, Columbia Academy, they got a whole bunch of guys who can score. They got a whole bunch of guys who can shoot so clarksville academy is probably going to see that probably want to play a little bit slower kind of try to slow that down keep their shooters you know kind of bagged up a little bit want to make sure that they're the ones controlling the pace and if they can do that i think that's probably going to be a big advantage for Clarksville Academy.
0: all right it's going to be a good one so make sure to get up there if you don't have anything else going on this evening clarksville academy hosting columbia academy brady mcattamy at Brady underscore MSP on Twitter. Check him out. And the MSP North podcast coming out tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Not 1 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, 1 o'clock, right before our show. So right before our show, check out the MSP North podcast wherever you get your podcasts and on our social medias. Brady, thanks, man. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. All right, when we come back, we'll continue talking college hoops as Tennessee, Kentucky. Go at it last night in Vanderbilt, Auburn tonight, so it should be a good one. We'll be right back. Main Street Sports State comes back after this.